Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to the Back to Balance podcast, Conversations with Nati Valderrama. As a multi-passionate human who's constantly in the search for a balanced lifestyle, I want to share the different facets of my life and how I choose to bring them back to balance on a day-to-day basis. In this podcast, we'll explore a range of topics, from love and relationships to health and nutrition, body confidence, sustainability, the list goes on. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, my beautiful friend. It's been a rough couple of weeks, hasn't it? I just wanted to record this podcast episode and just say everything that's been on my mind for the past couple of weeks um, and reflect a little bit about the situation that's that we're all living through. Um, it has been a rough couple of weeks and I want to point out the good and the bad and reflect about the future and what this new future that's coming up is going to look like. So let me start by saying that I've been sick since last Thursday. I woke up sick on the 12th of March. Um, I just woke up really like lightheaded and with a lot of like boogers and a cough and I got like a mild fever and of course the first thing I thought was oh shit I have coronavirus but then as soon as I started looking at the symptoms of the actual virus I realized that I probably just had a common flu but I decided to stay home anyway and try to get better so for three days I just drank a lot of like ginger like I had all these like concoctions with like ginger and lemon and honey and apple cider vinegar i ate lots of garlic and it was (laughs) it made me feel better momentarily but eventually i just i just kept feeling like shit so on sunday i was like pabs please go buy me some medicine so he went out he got me some i don't know what it's called in english but in spanish it's called trioval Um, And after I started taking that, I felt immediately better. But even though I've been taking that medication since then, I'm recording this right now on a Wednesday, I'm still feeling a little under the weather. I'm still just like booger central up in here. It's very annoying. So I've kind of been holed up in my house for a week now. And even though it wasn't purposely like quarantine, I guess I am in quarantine now. Um, on Sunday, Pablo's dad came to visit us from, he was in Argentina and he, he's been traveling a lot. So on Monday, Pablo went to work and they told him like in human resources, like, oh, your dad has been traveling and you've been in contact with him. Okay, go the fuck home. So they put Pabs up on quarantine and I guess that means I'm on quarantine too. I've been exposed. I don't know if I have it or not, but I'd rather just stay home anyway and not risk giving it to anyone and yeah. So quarantine so far has been, (laughs) it's been quite the ride. I mean, I'm just, (laughs) it's Wednesday and I've been stuck at home with Pablo since Monday and it's been 
really interesting to see how like the different levels of coexisting with my husband in this scenario um because yeah we've been living together for years i guess it's been like five years now but it's quite different to live together and like to have your own lives and like okay we wake up in the morning do our thing together in the morning and then he leaves and then i spend most of the day at home i work from home so i'm very used to having like my space and my quiet and my music and my time to cook and it's just me all day and then he comes home and then we have our time together in the afternoon but now it's just like he's here all the time and it's been super weird because one i get to see how his days play out and when he tells me that his days are intense like it's not a lie like he's on the phone shouting at people all day long he's just like making shit happen like all day long and then meetings and then and i just like see him and he just pulls it off so well but he's just on top of it all day long whereas my days are more like oh okay like i work for two hours and then i read and then i chill and then i work a little bit more and then i do some yoga and like my days are very chill in comparison to his so like right now i wanted to record this episode and usually I just record it in my office and I don't really worry about anyone making any noise but right now I'm recording it in my room kind of like closed up and I had to ask him to please not make any noise and if he is going to make any noise or have any phone calls to please go into another room and try not to shout too much and since he's Argentinian he is a very loud person <laughs> just by nature so I think it's it's a hard ask for him but we'll see how it goes so one of the things that we've been doing now that we're holed up in our apartment together has been to like be very clear about which space is whose kind of thing so like I have my office and he's working in the dining room and now he's working in this other room we have we call it the chill room which is basically just a room with a couch and a TV um, so I asked him to work there while I'm here and then he's working in the dining room during most of the day and then at the end of the day when I'm done in the office I'm gonna go towards the dining room and he's gonna go towards my office so we're just kind of like trying to relocate ourselves and make it work for both of us um, and just yesterday was day two of like being completely together all day long and immediately like there was a lot of things that were annoying me so i was like okay we need to set some rules we need to figure this out and kind of be very clear about what each of us are going to be doing and like so for me that meant maybe to let go a little bit of I don't know like for me usually in my day-to-day -day, I'm just cleaning up after myself but now it's like he's leaving his mess around and he's just like go 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 working so at first I was like Ugh, like he needs to clean up after himself but then after a while I was like okay maybe like I need to pick up some of his slack and clean up after him when I can and then he might need to clean up after me when he has a little bit of like little small periods of time where he's a little bit more free so we're kind of trying to figure that out as we go because um, we still have like two more weeks to go and 
it's it's gonna be rough but it's so far it's it's a fun experiment i think um so yeah i just wanted to point out that it is a huge privilege the one that i'm living right now and the one that me and pablo are living pablo and i are living we get to work from home i get to work from home on a daily basis already and he gets to just bring his computer home and have a team that is half of his team is working from home and half of his team is out there on the streets um by the way he works in ab and bev which is a, one of the largest beer companies in the world so he works in the distribution and he basically has to make sure that the beers are delivered to the clients and it's been wild um just because the demand has been going up and like supermarkets are selling out and people are stocking up like crazy so it's just been like working from home trying to figure out how to make the computer work from home just like having weird wi-fi and whatever and then having to manage all these people who are all just as scared and confused as as we are like everyone is scared everyone's confused about what's happening and to have to tell people that they need to keep going out to the streets and they need to keep working as if it was normal like it's all really weird and fucked up um but yeah like if if you are like we are and you have the privilege of working from home i'd love to give you some tips of how to stay focused and keep working because i know that for me it's taken me years to find a routine that works for me i when i first started working at home it was so hard like i would just stay in my pajamas all day and like was finding it really hard to get the motivation to actually work i would get distracted i'd start doing laundry i'd start cleaning the kitchen and there's so much to be done around the house at all times that it can get very distracting so i'd love to give some tips for you and if you're someone who's currently still working and you still have to go out there like if you're working in hospitality or any other industry where you've got to keep going out to the streets and you need to keep continuing with your life even though like life is not normal right now and if that's the case for you then i send you all my love and i hope that you can make it through this i mean this i've just been thinking a lot about about the people that cannot afford to stop working or the people who have children who are stuck at home and they need to a take care of their children but b keep working so there's i have uh, an ex-co-worker who she has two small children and she needs to be on top of them keeping up with their school schedule while she's also working from home while she's also the one taking care of the house and it's just been very overwhelming for her and i just she's on my mind all day like just i cannot imagine how hard that is and then she but she has the privilege of working from home so who, what about the people who need to keep going out and and if you don't you get fired and if you get fired how are you going to pay for all of this and it's just oh, it's all a lot so if you're one of those people then you're in my heart you're in my mind and i hope that you get through this in one, one way or another i hope that you get the support that you need i hope that you ask for support and i hope that 
honestly, I hope that companies are able to see and find solutions for this um, that don't involve <laughs> firing people. And I hope that that companies are thinking about people's well-being first and foremost. Um, and before I give you all these tips that I've been thinking about, I just want to make a little reflection on what it what it means to me to be in quarantine. Um, I spent, last year, I was living with Paolo in La Serena, which is a city five hours, a five-hour drive from Santiago, where I am now. And... I lived there from March till the end of November and I didn't know anyone there and I didn't really make the effort to know anyone there. I just focused, I spent like two months focusing on creating my website and then I spent the next months just focusing on finding clients and then doing the actual coaching online and I would do yoga at home and my workouts at home. And it was getting a bit depressing because I wasn't really leaving the house. I'd leave the house like once or twice a week just to go walk on the beach. I had the fortune of living next to the beach. And it was winter, so like I didn't really feel like leaving the house anyway. And it was all getting a, a bit depressing and very isolating. So it was kind of like I was in self-quarantine at that time um, without really noticing or giving it that name. But fortunately, or unfortunately, I don't know, it depends on how you look at it. Um, Pablo's job was very stressing at that time, and he just had a lot going on with his boss being a total asshole, and just the workload, and being a boss for the first time, and he got very overwhelmed, so he started seeing a therapist. And in one month of therapy, I saw him change completely I saw how going to therapy just once a week was improving his mood was making him reflect on his life was just it was giving him so many benefits that I immediately started to feel kind of jealous or envious in a good way of him and I was like okay I need <laughs> I'll have what he's having so I started looking into therapists for myself and I found this beautiful therapist Julie and I started going to her and I was fortunate enough that I was already going to start going to yoga in the same center where this therapist was seeing her clients. So I made it in such a way that I would go to yoga on Wednesday mornings and after my yoga class, I would go to therapy. So I'd like kill two birds with one stone or however you want to say it. Is there a vegan equivalent to that saying? Hmm. <laughs> so I'd go and I'd do those two things and then I'd get home on Wednesdays just like, oh, life is great. And that was the one time a week where I was definitely leaving my house. If not, it'd be like to go to the supermarket or to go on walks on the beach. Literally, that was my life. Um, I didn't have any friends there. I did go for like coffee dates with some people who were kind of in the same like circle as me like coaching wise my dad introduced me to a lot of people my dad is also a coach but i never really vibed with any of those people anyway people in la serena are very different um they're very what's the word not introverted but they're kind of just inside like they're very 
they keep to themselves and it's hard to break into social circles so that's why i wasn't really trying anyway so when i started going to therapy once a week i started well it started just benefiting me like mentally emotionally everything i got a lot out of my chest i had someone to talk to about everything that i was going through and one thing that julie told me that really i didn't really realize it at the time was she told me that i needed more social interaction and i was like oh yeah but i'm like facetiming my friends and calling my friends all the time like i'm fine and she was like no but you need you need physical touch you need physical human touch and she told me that she used to do these classes um called biodanza and that i should join one day and it was all kind of hmm, i don't know kind of sounds a little hippy dippy like i don't know if i want to get into that and she wasn't doing classes at the time but after a few months of therapy um and after a lot of her clients started asking her to restart that she decided to start um a cycle of biolanza again so she invited me to join and i started going and it was every monday for four mondays and it was a circle of women doing biolanza so biolanza is a system of self-development um it uses music movement and non-verbal communication and it helps people to connect it helps i don't i don't even know how to describe it um but it's just a beautiful way of connecting with other humans um and it's kind of this this thing where you're playing with other humans and you're like getting in touch with your inner child but you're also just getting deep into yourself and you're also going wild and it's just an hour of intense human emotion and by the end of it people are crying people are hugging each other like they've known each other for ages and it's just really beautiful so this all happened in october last year and the first class i was like okay wow this is weird but that was fun and then the second class i didn't go because of the whole social uprising and the whole social situation that happened here in Chile during October which was really intense to say the least which still is like it's not over and it's still very much still happening um and I was just too scared to leave my house during that week so I didn't go and then when I finally started going again it was just such a relief to have these people even though I didn't know them even though I wasn't talking to them it was just a place of comfort a place of uh how do you say it contencion containment i guess i don't know if that's the right word it's just feeling like someone has got your back and it's just you can go there and people will hug you it's just such a like warm environment where you're just welcome and you're just held and that was my first inkling that was my first dive into violenza and this past month um in february i went to this place called eco yoga camp and it was a three day experience which ended up being five days for me because i went and i worked as a volunteer and it was a three day experience of all these 
physical but also spiritual activities so there was violenza and there was also acro yoga and vegan food and also different types of yoga and um oh, what do you call it jesus nati sonoterapia sonotherapy is that what you call it i don't know um sonotherapia just all these activities and i was just i went there not knowing anyone i went there by myself and i ended up i left that place just with so many new friends that just felt like i had known them for a while like for a lifetime you know and and i just had so much of that same contención of that same containment or whatever you want to call it just i just felt held i felt seen and it was a lot of it came from touch i met these people especially with the group of volunteers we were just like electrically like we were like magnetically pulled towards each other there was one specific person that i was just like so captured by i just like wherever he was i wanted to be near him and just like feeling his energy and just like vibing off of his energy and we were all like with the group of volunteers we were just like giving each other little cuddles and like touching each other's hair and like hugging each other and it was a very eye-opening experience for me because i realized that i'm not the kind of person who is touchy-feely not even with my husband i mean sometimes i am but in general i'm not i can go months without giving my friends actual hugs like i can be a very warm person in the way that i talk to people and the way that i relate to people but in the way that i touch people i am not and i have a few friends who are and every time i'm with them i'm like oh my god i want to be like that but I've never really made an effort until this weekend, an ego yoga camp. And after that, I was just like, oh my God, I need to be this way with more people. I need to be more touchy-feely. This is good for me. I love feeling this way, you know? So after that weekend, I made it a, like my purpose to to start being more conscious of the way that I was relating to people. And if I was actually hugging them or touching them or giving them just a little rub on the back or all these small little details that make a difference. And I started going to more of these kinds of events and just became very like addicted to Viodanza and to the feeling of of being in a group of people, of, in a safe group where everyone can, can be touching each other, but in a non-sexual way, just in a very gentle and loving way. And I didn't realize how much I needed it until <laughs> this whole pandemic has started. And since I got sick, on Thursday so on Thursday I was gonna go to a violanza in the afternoon and I was really looking forward to it and then I was like wait I shouldn't go because I'm sick and I'm gonna it's contagious I don't want to like make anyone sick so I didn't go and then after a few days on, then on Sunday shit just started to get real here in Chile um, and after that it was like okay so I'm probably gonna be in quarantine for the next two weeks we're all gonna be in quarantine for however long we are like our whole species is going through something really intense and the most important thing right now is social distancing and i've just been reflecting on how that affects us as a society and how 
the words Julie told me, my therapist told me months ago about how important human touch is, I hadn't really taken those words into consideration. Like, these words are hitting me now, and I'm realizing all of this now, and I'm like, oh shit, like, when will be the next time I get to hug my friends, hug my family, hug my grandma? Like, it's all... It's like... (laughs) You don't know what you have until it's gone, kind of thing. And... It's been very eye-opening, but it's also been kind of sad because I think we don't really realize how important it is to be around other humans and to touch other humans until it's become kind of forbidden for us. Um, So when thinking about how it's going to be after all of this is over, if and when it's finally over, I think these spaces of human connection are going to be more important than ever. Um, I cannot wait for life to go back to normal if there's ever going to be a normal or a new normal or whatever. But I cannot wait to be immersed in more of these situations of human connection, of touching another human, of rubbing their back, of giving them just a long hug and telling them how much how much they mean to me like i i'm really looking forward to that that's the thing i'm looking forward to the most just human connection but for now i do believe that it's that it's important and that it's possible to connect with other humans even if we're not physically seeing each other or touching each other um so i've made it my my goal this week to schedule either like a FaceTime session or just a call with friends from all over the world and just checking in with them and seeing how they're doing and if they need anything and what can I do for them and also what can they do for me because this is a lot and I think especially for people who work in the kind of spaces that like coaching like I do and it, it kind of becomes a lot like I've had a lot of people reach out to me lately and been like oh, I'm going through this and this and this like what can I do and I love holding space for other people um, but it can become a lot and it, it kind of has um, so also like just reaching out to others and, and sharing what you're going through that also really really helps <sighs> So that's kind of my reflection on the human connection and how important it is right now. Because even though we're isolated, that doesn't mean we can't be doing stuff together. I mean, you've probably seen all the videos of people in Spain and Italy just like singing in their balconies and playing ping pong on their balconies and battleship and... my god those those videos have been cracking me up and keeping me very very entertained but yeah so in terms of staying home and making the most out of your days i think my biggest recommendation would be to keep waking up at your normal hours so like don't get into like oh okay i'm home i can wake up two hours later and i can just chill for a while and no like try to keep your routines intact as much as you can get out of bed 
and if you're not gonna be commuting like if you're usually commuting half an hour one hour to work then maybe that time you can use it to move your body and to do some yoga do a workout like find some workouts on youtube there's a lot of apps right now that are offering like discounts or even free trials or things like that it's also important to eat lots of fruits and veggies during this time i've been drinking lots of lemon and ginger juice and I mean not juice more like tea and just been trying to keep my immune system healthy been taking my vitamins and I don't know just the other day when we went to the supermarket when we realized we would be quarantined we went to get like our essential foods and everything and just by looking and seeing what everyone was putting in their groceries like everyone what people were putting in their shopping carts i was like holy shit dude people don't understand i mean i guess since i've been eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle for over four or five years now i kind of know what's healthy and what isn't and i have like a basic idea of healthy eating and then on top of that studying like health coaching has also made me just way more aware of everything and sometimes i forget that people really don't know how to how to eat healthy how to treat their bodies right so i was just looking at people just putting all these like breakfast cereals into their to their shopping carts and like all these like coca-colas and all these like all this like powdered juice I was just like, oh my god, like, I wish I could just, like, tell these people to not get all these things and to actually protect their immune system by getting fruits and veggies. And I know that fruits and veggies, like, go bad and you kind of do need to get, like, all these, like, rice and beans and all of that, but I don't know. I was I was pretty shocked to see the way that people were eating and the, the way people were planning to eat for the next couple of weeks. It's just, it's definitely not ideal so yeah if you're staying at home and if you're in quarantine and i just recommend to eat as healthy as possible to keep moving your body that's just like first and foremost to keep your health make your health a priority especially in times like this where it's dangerous to not be healthy like if you're not healthy right now it can potentially impact how sick you can get in the future so just first and foremost take care of yourself in terms of keeping up with your routine and trying to find a new routine while you're at home i think one of the best strategies is to time block so whatever calendar app or program you use or even if it's just on pen and paper i use google calendar and i block different time periods and I just I become very clear about what I'm gonna do the next day so yesterday I time blocked for the next three days it'll probably go changing a little bit here and there but from seven to nine I have my holy morning so that's like my me time did a little yoga had my breakfast showered okay done from nine to eleven I'll record my podcast okay that's what I'm doing now from eleven to one I'm gonna work on this other freelance job I'm doing then from one to two lunch and on and on it goes until you find a rhythm that works for you so what's most important for me about time blocking is to have 
different colors and like different themes so for example one would be like my personal um, calendar which is just like remembering to call friends and maybe doing laundry and stuff like that then another one's just like more for work so then that's where I have my podcast and stuff that I work on for Instagram and stuff that I work on for freelancing and that way I can differentiate and see have like a visual representation of what it is that I want to be doing during my days and one important thing to keep in mind through all of this is that sometimes you're not really going to do all the tasks that you set out to so it's important to have manageable expectations um, and not say like okay I'm gonna do five things today and I'm just gonna crush all my goals because these are uncertain times and there is a lot of feelings and stuff that we're all going through and it's sometimes yeah you might want to be doing all these things but maybe in the middle of the day you'll have just this overwhelming sadness or anger or there's lots of feelings that we're all feeling right now so it's important that you do cut yourself some slack if you're not able to be as productive as you set out to be because you are settling into a new routine. You are settling into a kind of new life that maybe might seem very foreign to what your life looked like before. So cut yourself some slack and understand that this is okay. Whatever you're doing today is okay. And hopefully your boss or whoever you're working for isn't gonna be a little bitch about it because we're all going through this together and it's hard it's a hard moment and you can't really be held up to usual standards at this time another great recommendation that i've been giving to my clients and just to everyone i know is this app that i've been using for the past couple of weeks called forest it's this app that kind of works like a game but it's basically for productivity so you say okay i'm gonna plant a tree and this tree is gonna last half an hour so you say okay in the next half an hour this tree is gonna grow and if you leave the app the tree dies so the whole point is that you plant the tree and that way you don't touch your phone for half an hour or whatever time you're saying so the whole point of the app is that you're staying focused and that you're getting shit done while also planting all these trees in your forest and you can go and the more trees you plant the more coins you get and the more coins you get the more other trees you can buy so right now i'm like planting a mushroom and it's looking super cute and it's just i don't know it's a fun way to stay on track and to stay focused another important thing to mention um around time blocking is to allow yourself minutes like every few minutes to have a little bit of a rest so say you're working in like 25 minute intervals or 45 minute intervals to give yourself those like five minutes to rest to stretch to walk around the house to maybe go make yourself a tea go make yourself a coffee and to not overwhelm yourself with just like work 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 you know like just think about all the distractions that you're usually around when you're working. So whether that's a coworker distracting you or a meeting that's quite unnecessary. Like think about all those time wasters that you currently have during your normal work hours and your normal work days. Um and replace those normal time wasters with things that you can do for yourself. So that's making yourself a tea or 
maybe taking half an hour to make yourself a delicious healthy breakfast or whatever it is that you can do for yourself and just think about those minutes not as time wasted but as time gained for yourself that's also one great way to think about it and to like repurpose this time that you would normally be wasting another important thing to mention is I mean, I guess if you've done your workout and showered and everything, you've changed into clothes. But yeah, I would recommend not staying in your pajamas all day. Because um, when you do, it just becomes very monotonous. Like, it just becomes the kind of thing where you're just like, wait, what day is it? Like, I've been wearing my PJs for four days in a row. And <laughs> if you're just wearing the same clothes every day as well, like, it can get very, like confusing as to what day it is so i think it's a good technique to wake up and work out and shower but even if you're not doing that just put on a fresh set of clothes and just keep changing up your clothes every day so that it doesn't feel like you're just in this like timeless purgatory or whatever and just because you're working from home doesn't mean that you should be working more so i think it it all depends on your type of personality and everything but i think it can get very easy for some people to overwork during this time and i see it in pablo for example i mean he is in a situation right now where he's just like he ha he's got a lot to handle so he does need to work a little bit more but the fact that you don't have to commute to and to and from work that's already like i don't know whatever amount of time you're not spending on commuting that time you sh doesn't mean that you should be working during that time um it doesn't mean that you should be working more like so if you usually get home at around 7 p.m if you're still working at 8 p.m start asking yourself is this how i want to be living this quarantine like do i really want to be working more hours i mean whatever works for you some people do love working more during night some people like working in the morning whatever works for you but just make sure that you're not working that you're not overworking yourself just because you're home and there's no one there to control you that's definitely not my case i never work more than i should i'm the kind of person who works just as much as I need to because then I just become very overwhelmed and if I work too much then I don't work well and that's just the way that I am I found that out about myself through human design um, if you haven't heard about human design please look into it it's very valuable information so I found out that I'm a projector and that I really I thrive on like four hours of work a day if I work more than that it becomes way too much for me so find out what works for you this is also a great time for you to find out what really works for you like maybe you realize that in the office you are not being productive usually and that you're spending a lot of time on things that are unimportant um things that seem important but they're not really important things that seem urgent but they're not really important like answering emails at all times so this is maybe a time for you to be like okay like what was i doing wrong like what could i do a little bit better and i think it's really important to understand your productivity and how it is that you're working 
Another thing I wanted to touch on is your free time during this quarantine. So I've seen a lot of people posting stories and asking questions like, what show should I watch? Like, what do you recommend on Netflix or on Hulu or on Amazon, whatever. And though I do think this is a great time to binge watch some shows, it's also a great time to pick up that book that you've been wanting to read and maybe take up that hobby you've been wanting to take up. Like, I think if we just spend all of this time mindlessly scrolling and mindlessly binging, we're just going to get out of this kind of the same as we went into it. So I think it's important to reflect on what this all means and how we can all grow from it. Um, and I think in order to do that, it's important that we keep nourishing and nurturing ourselves. So yeah, maybe one episode of Netflix at the end of the day is good. Yeah, awesome. Go for it. But I don't think that this should be taken as vacation time. This should be taken as a time of self-reflection, a time of self-growth. And if it's possible, grab that book. Maybe, like for me, I've been trying to read every afternoon. I've been, so I finished studying my course with IIN last year in March, but I still have like two modules that I haven't finished studying and I've been pushing it off for months. And this week I was like, okay, this is the week that I need to finish studying. I cannot keep pushing this off any further. All of my other things are kind of in pause right now. So this is a perfect time for me to just wind down like just sit down and study and finish this course and that's what i'm gonna do so after i'm done with this podcast i'm gonna work on some freelance work and in the afternoon i'm gonna study and then when i'm done with that i'll either read a book or i'll paint with watercolors or i'll dance it out just like i've been doing these past couple of days and i'll try to do something for myself something that really nourishes me before i just go and plop down on the couch and watch some Netflix. Because yeah, I don't want this two weeks to be over and just to say like, oh yeah, I watched five different shows from start to finish. What did you do? Like, no, I, I don't. I mean, that's not me. And hopefully that's not you either. There are so many things that we say that we want to do. I don't know, like I can think of my sister who just has a huge pile of books that she's been meaning to read and mostly she just watches friends <laughs> over and over again sorry tams but that's just how she spends her time and that's great but then if she's just saying i don't have any time to read these books i'm like well you kind of do you just have to relocate some portions of your time and really prioritize what you want to prioritize so if you're in quarantine right now whether that's self-imposed or government-imposed, find things to do. Think about all the things that you've been saying you want to do and think about the fact that maybe this is a really good time to do it if really that's something that you want to be prioritizing. I think this is also a great time to reflect on what it is that you'd want to be doing if you didn't have to work, if money weren't a thing. And I know that just to be able to ask yourself that question is a huge privilege. But if you're in the situation right now where you have this free time, 
then maybe ask yourself, like, what do I do with my time? What do I usually do with my time? What would I be doing with my time if work wasn't something necessary? If I didn't have to go to work every single day, what would I be doing with my free time? What are my hobbies? What would life look like if work wasn't my priority? And I think a lot can come out of that question. Um, it is a bit deep. And sometimes you'll find that you don't even know what your hobbies are. You don't even know what you do on your free time. It can be a, a really powerful exercise just to start asking yourself these questions and to start reflecting on a life without work and a life without money and a life without all of these things that society imposes on us. I think we are shifting. We are all shifting as a global human society. And it's important that we ask ourselves these questions in order to keep growing. When thinking about all the good that's come out of all of this, I know that there's a lot of bad things that have come out of this. But when thinking about the good and trying to see the glass half full, I'm sure you've probably seen by now how the levels of nitrogen dioxide have dropped in cities and countries like China and Hong Kong, how rivers in Venice have become a lot more clear for the first time in decades. And I think one of the greatest beneficiaries of all of this global pandemic has been the earth. And I don't know, I feel like I've been just so overwhelmed by climate change for the past two years. Like it's become... I've been through this whole like process of just like getting informed and then getting very paralyzed by excess information and just getting very like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We're all going to die. We're killing the earth. And I think, I mean, this might not be the, like the most politically correct thing to say, I guess, but is it crazy to think that maybe this whole pandemic it was caused by the earth for the earth it's kind of its way of saying like we need to get rid of some humans we need to understand what's at stake here we need to rethink our societies rethink the way that we're living rethink the way that we're polluting rethink the way that we're just coexisting with other species the way that i mean just the fact that this pandemic might have started because of the wildlife market and because of how people have been exploiting animals and this is not the first time that this happens like most global pandemics have begun because of human exploitation of animal life and just i don't know i mean me being a vegan and also just being someone who's who's very conscious of climate crisis I think that this has all been kind of like a wake-up call for us as a human species to see what it is that we're doing right and what it is that we're doing wrong and I think it's been very motivating in some aspects like it's been very like inspiring to see some of the measures taken by some governments um, like France for example I've been very inspired by lots of things happening in France how their public health system does work and then seeing how countries like Chile the public health system does not work and is not prepared for something like this and it also makes us kind of rethink like 
is this the way that we should be living? Is this the way that our health system should work? Is there not a change that we can make to protect more and more people and more and more life in general? Um, we've put human life above all other life for too long. And I think it's like all these things that have been f happening during the past year, like with the fires in the Amazon in Australia has also made us kind of like rethink like, oh my God, what have we been doing to life on earth? Um, like with the Australia fires, the fact that people were killing camels in the Australian outback just because they were consuming too much water. How does that justify... Ugh, I don't know, I, I'm going off tangent, but we really need to rethink the way that we kind of have built this pyramid where we're on top and we are the priority. Our well-being is the priority above anyone else's. And I think we need to rethink that and realize that we, all of us, all, every species on earth, we're all coexisting here. And we need to find a way to coexist properly um, without putting ourselves as the main priority or or the superior species because we're not we're not the superior species we have caused so much pain onto this earth so i don't know right now i choose to see it as kind of the silver lining and seeing it as okay wow i think the earth is telling us something and i think it's our job to listen and to rethink how it is that we want to live our lives as humans and as guests on this planet because none of us is here forever and i feel like there's been too much greed and just all of these people that just want to make their legacy and to get more and more power and just to put money over well-being and that's something that has been changing and the political situation here in Chile, for example, and in many other countries. I think there's been just all this inequality and just people are tired and people are fed up. And I think it all comes down to just this, this inequality because there's so many people out there with so much greed and people who are not thinking about others and who are not thinking of ways of coexisting, but they're just thinking about me instead of we. That's one of the things that has been most highlighted through all of this. I've seen so many beautiful Instagram posts with artwork that emphasize the we mentality. Let's think as a collective. Let's think how this species, the human species, can work together to A, save ourselves, B, save the earth, and C, save all other species. And while I have been vegan for a couple of years, I haven't really made it a point to talk about it that openly because I know that a lot of people feel attacked once I do, even though I'm not attacking anyone. Like, I wasn't born vegan. I wasn't raised vegan. I ate meat and I ate cheese and I ate all these things most of my life. But I came to the informed decision that being plant-based was best for me, for my health, was best for animals and was best for the earth and i think that's kind of the turning point that we are at now where it's like okay like the health of the earth has become alarmingly unstable and 
it's up to us to really make the changes so whether that's i don't know like recycling in your home cool that can be a first initiative but that's not enough and just knowing that whatever you're doing is good but it's not enough and there's always something else that we can be doing um and that's not to scare you or to make you feel less than because i include myself in that i mean if you listen to my last episode with paulina the zero waste expert i there was a lot that i didn't know and there's a lot that i still can do and there's a lot that i'm trying to get more informed about and finding ways that i can really leave a smaller footprint on this earth um i think that it's up to all of us to think about what it is that we're doing right what it is that we're doing wrong what it is that we could be doing better and that comes from the way that we eat the way that we purchase things the way that we relate to others right now is a great time to be reflecting on all of this and thinking about our habits and thinking about our lifestyles and thinking about what our lifestyles are going to look like moving forward i remember talking to people about being vegan a year ago and people just being like i could never i could never and then just two there's these two guys that i talked to recently one of them is my husband's brother he just told us i think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday that he's gone vegetarian and i was like what like he went vegetarian like that for me was just like mind blown and then another friend of mine who recently moved to australia he's also gone vegan now and it's people that i would have never imagined but they've gone through their own processes they've gone through the whole reflection and whether it's because of their health or whether it's because of the planet or whether it's because of the animals or whatever reason it might be maybe it's because they're saving money because sometimes yeah if you do go vegan you might end up saving money believe it or not whatever the reason is for you changing your habits awesome as long as it's something that's moving you forward and that's helping the earth i think that is is great I am just, it can all be a little bit overwhelming sometimes and I think it's important for us to realize that every little action that we take has a consequence, especially nowadays. Um, to be aware of what our habits and what our actions are doing is important. It's very important. So yes, please do take this time as a time for reflection, as a time for introspection, as a time for nurturing yourself, as a time for growing. And I hope that together we can all build a new society, a new way of living where we are not just focused on ourselves, but we are focused on the collective and on the earth and on just all life on earth um that's a kind of world that i imagine when i think about the future when i think about the rough times that we're going through i think about kind of like the phoenix rising from the ashes i think there's something beautiful that's going to come out of this i'm sure of it i'm sure of it but right now i th i know that it can all just feel very overwhelming and very uncertain and I just choose to believe something beautiful is going to come out of it.
I am sure. I am sure. And I hope you are too. I hope that you don't give in to the chaos, to the panic, because you don't want to be vibrating on that frequency. Let's try to up our frequencies and to focus on all the good and all of the work that has yet to be done by ourselves, by our loved ones. Let's encourage all of us. Let's encourage each other to use this time properly, to to really, really hone in on what we want our futures to look like collectively. I think it's important to also look at the glass kind of half full. <laughs> Pabs and I have been having our own personal problems these past few months and I think this time stuck together has really helped us to be clear in the way that we're communicating with each other especially if we're going to be stuck with each other during this time and I think it's already showing to be something good for our relationship um we had a really big talk the other day and now we're just being more conscious of the way that we're communicating with each other now that we're coexisting on this whole other level so whatever person that you're living with right now if you're living with your parents if you're living with roommates if you're living with your partner if you're living with siblings i think this is a good time to go deep to to really have these important conversations and to and to reflect and to sit down and, and really like get deep about the things that you've been maybe wanting to say for some time but really haven't found the time or the space to do it this is your time and space now i think it's so important to connect with the people that we can at this time so even though we might feel like we're disconnected from everyone right now and that just everyone is so far away chances are you have someone next to you that you can talk to that you can go to um and if you're living alone okay that might not be the case but there's still facetime there's still email there's still yeah there's still space to write it out to talk it out um maybe it's a good time to just sit down and write your friend some letters when was the last time you wrote a friend a letter or a loved one or a family member or anyone just put all these feelings put everything you're feeling into paper or say it out loud and really don't keep anything bottled up this is a time to talk this is a time to reflect this is a time to go a little bit deeper and i think that's one of the that's one of the blessings in disguise of all of this to be honest um I have really appreciated that. At the end of each day with Paolo, we're sitting down to have our usual, you know, beer in a joint. And every time we just go a little bit deeper into our relationship, into what we're thinking, what we're feeling through all of this. Um, I think it's important to really like feel all of everything that we're feeling and not just shut out your emotions, but really feel them, connect with them and get to the bottom of them if you're feeling anxious about something what are you feeling anxious of say it out loud as soon as you say these things out loud or as soon as you put them to paper it becomes real and it becomes tangible 
and it becomes something that you can work on so please please don't keep shit to yourself and find ways to communicate communicate with yourself communicate with your loved ones and that's really important during this time because we're all feeling very similar feelings we're all going through this together we're all riding this wave of uncertainty together so it's good that we share our thoughts we share our feelings about everything that's happening so we can all learn how to cope together i know a lot is up in the air right now um i personally have been dealing with uncertainty for years um ever since i went to australia i feel like uncertainty has been something very present in my life and i've kind of been learning how to deal with it and maybe you have too and these are very uncertain times but i think it's important that we stay present that we find ways to take care of ourselves to take care of each other and to not freak out too much during the past few weeks I was the kind of person who was like, ah, oh, this virus, it's fine. We're all going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. And just this weekend, it all got really intense here in Chile. And now it's like, oh shit. I spent way too long just being very like, oh, whatever about it. And now I'm like, okay, like, uh, it's here. It's happening. And it's it got very easy to just get into panic mode and to just be paranoid and just feel like the world is ending. Um... And if we're all thinking that the world is ending, and if we're all in that energy, I don't think it's productive. I think it's important that we stay informed about everything that's happening, but I don't think that it's necessary for us to be on our phones just being informed about the number of cases and how many deaths and what could happen and uh, and just... I think it's all a little too much and it's important to take care of our mental health first our emotional health, our physical health, all of that comes first. So try to limit the amount of time that you're spending being informed. And I know that sometimes you're not even looking for the information, but it's getting to you anyway. Like for me, I have all these WhatsApp groups and I'm just getting all this information. Like I don't even need to get online to get this information. Like all my WhatsApp groups are plenty. But I think it's important to give yourself some space, like put your phone away for a while and do things that really nourish you um, so that we don't all go crazy and so that we all come out of this a little bit better than we went into it, hopefully. All right, this is where I sign off. Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you're staying safe wherever it is you are in the world. And I hope you also nourish yourself a lot. That's kind of my, my main purpose during these couple of weeks. So I hope you find some activities that really fill you up during this time. And I hope you're really taking care of yourself emotionally, physically, mentally, all of it. You deserve to be well. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.